We all run our own race, on our unique race tracks, specially prepared for us by our omniscient, sovereign God. But there is something strange about this contest, it is not of a uniform format for all the contestants. And neither are the courses identical. We can also see the participants dressed differently, but suited to their event. Some are in a race walking, others are in a hurdle, yet others are in a relay race. There are also those who look strange, holding maps and compasses, they're in a foot orienteering race, where they use their tools in running across unknown terrain towards a finish line. God has placed us in our special race course. We should not condemn ourselves if God placed us in a walkathon. Instead you should be grateful he has not put you in fell running, a grueling race uphill on rugged ground. God is using this race course and paces time for us to be transformed into the likeness of his son. This is the common effect of all the events on the participants. Let us stop looking around at the other contestants, because the way they are going through their event will only confuse us. We must not run the race of others, but stay on our own, keep on pursuing him knowing that he waits for you at the finish line, where he is waiting to say to you, well done my good and faithful servant, enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Neither should we be tempted to imitate the pace or manner of others. Among us, there are those whose pace are as snails, some as turtles, some as hares, and some as the cheetah. Let not the hare scoff at the turtle, because they are all, individually, on their way to their finish line. In all the types of race courses, however, there is one thing that is common among the participants, and it is holiness, without which no man can see God. They are also enabled by the same grace of God, and powered by the same Holy Spirit. So, persevere in the race that God has set for you, and let no man cause you to fall out of the way, neither should you cause another to stop and give up. Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12 1-2 KJV There was one in a 100 meter sprint. He bolted like a madman. But his track was unusual, even unfair because it was not smooth as an Olympic racetrack. It was on rough, rocky and thorny ground. As the runner dashed, the stones and thorns cut him, but he didn't seem to mind. His eyes were on the finish line. Why? This man had seen and understood the vast difference between heaven and hell, and had such a burden in his heart to rescue as many souls as he could from hell, and as he endured the rigors of his race, he brought multitudes of souls to heaven, in as short a time as possible. This original sprinter is our Lord Jesus. The record he has set remains a universal record, unequaled, unrivaled. Have you joined yet? My dear reader, life isn't a game where you can choose to either join or just watch. This world is clearly winding down like a spent spring coil in a clock. When the clock stops, everyone will pass his paper, finished or unfinished, as the teacher would say after an exam. What record will you present before God, the righteous and holy judge? Your bank book? or your diplomas, certificates, awards, medals, trophies, accolades and books written. Will God accept a police clearance proving you've never been arrested or accused of any crime? Come to God today, friend, recognizing you've fallen short of His holy standards. Accept that you're a sinner who needs His forgiveness. He is ready and willing to forgive you. Do not put this decision off for another day. You might not see the next light of day. All you need to do is repent. That means to be sorry for your sins and turn away from them, and ask God to forgive you. Confess with your own lips these truths, and if you are sincere, the Bible says you are saved. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with a heart one believes unto righteousness, 
and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Romans 10 9 to 11 NKJV. You might want to say a prayer like this. Greater than Lord Jesus, I admit I am a sinner, and I know there is nothing I can do to fix all this brokenness I'm experiencing. But I believe that you came to earth to show to us the Father, and gave your life in payment for my sins and make my life right again. Please forgive me for rejecting you, Lord. I now open my heart to you, and invite you to come in. Please take control over all the circumstances in my life. Be my Lord and Savior and help me to live for you each day. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me, and accepting me, Amen. If you've made a decision to believe in Jesus, let me know. I wish to help you grow in your new faith in the God of the Bible whose promises never fail. Stop filling your eyes with dark things, start looking at the light of the world. If you like this issue, bless others by sharing it with them, too. Until the next issue, God bless you.